now, Bob Elliott and Ray Goulding present the CBS Radio Network. Who are we indebted to for those delicious pistachios? Howie Sumatra, I think that goes in. About a week ago, we're just uh, working on the second can here today. Howie, they're very... Thank you very much. How's your uh, singing coming? Not bad. I uh, still go every night. And uh, what do you mean? You make the round of the clubs to catch singers? No, I go over to the professor who's teaching me how to sing. Could you give us a sample free of how a teacher... Well, I I can just give you uh, some uh, vocal exercises. What's that from the nasal? That's the same I have in the adenoids. Mm-hmm. And then how about the the uh, wall? Well, that one too is. Very good. When do you think your first record will be on the market, Howie, so we can start to build it up? Well, I think only time will tell, and uh, if I'm lucky, then uh, it'll, it should be out in time for Christmas. Well, that doesn't give you much time. Do you know that we are concluding our uh, 60th consecutive broadcasting day here at CBS? We are at 60th? It's our 61st, I think. Is that so? Mm-hmm. I mean, it lasted longer than a lot of the fellows thought. Down Three there. months ago today, we began. Yeah. Well, good luck and congratulations. And my mother wants to know if I want any more of those pistachios, just to say, and uh, they're $1.75 a can. All right. If we uh, want any more, we'll come to you. Well, speaking of songs, we'd like to remind you that we are conducting a search for a college song that Natalie Attired will say later this week. I think we already had this week's winner, or last week's. Someone who writes a letter from a college telling us why their song should be said may be the winner of uh, Natalie's rendition. Well, not only a college, Bob, but a high school, too. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So just write us a letter, and uh, Natalie Attired herself does the judging, so don't uh, blame Bob and Ray. And if uh, she decides that your letter is the winner then it will be the words of your school song that will be said here on the full facilities of this, the CBS Nash, uh, uh, Broadcastings, the CBS Columbia Broadcasting System. Right. Why do we send our letters, please? To Bob and Ray, CBS, New York. That door saw the opening over there. Yes, it is. Oh, here he is. Oh, did you hear what happened to him last week? I heard about it, but I don't think these people have. Wanted in on suspense. Mm. The whole thing into a cocked hat. <clears throat> Sometimes that would fit into the into the plot, but... Kirby, is that a lot of poison you're wearing there today? No, not very much. A little bit of uh, poison. Well, so I go out and check on the trophy train, aren't you, as we start this new week? Right. Arthur Schrank, our Bob and Ray announcer in charge of announcing the trophy train, is today in Yakima, Washington, where the facilities of station KIMA have been thrown open to him. And William B. Bill Hansen is there to uh, make the official uh, welcome. So come in, please, Arthur Schrank. Hello, everybody. This is Arthur Schrank standing on the rear platform of the Bob and Ray trophy train. Standing beside me is... Uh, Bill Hansen of station KIMA, who uh, 
has uh, just come through the trophy train himself. I wonder, Bill, may I call you that, sir? Oh, yes, of I course, if, Arthur. I wonder if you could give us your impressions of the bobbin ray train, and could you describe some of the trophies that attracted your eye? Well, I imagine, uh, Mr. Shrank, or yeah. Arthur, if I may call you that, that uh, a great many of the trophies that the people here in Yakima have uh, really gone for, have really uh, liked in a big way, are trophies which folks in other places you visited uh, uh, liked as well. As I uh, heard mentioned uh, the other day, I think, in San Diego... Give me just a second, Bill. You can probably hear the gentle tinkle of change as it falls on a saucer. Uh, that has been placed here on the rear platform. People going by who uh, so design are permitted to donate to Bob and Ray's old age uh, by putting money into this saucer. I think uh, Ray's first pair of roller skates uh, seems to be the head of the trophy train here. Uh, they're somewhat worn, and they show the evidence of years. Uh, however, they are in good shape. Mr. Hanson, I don't, interrupt, uh, don't want to interrupt, but I've heard a lot of people say that they enjoyed uh, looking at some of uh, Bob's curls that were taken uh, from his head at his first yes, haircut many years ago. He was quite a bit blonder in those days than he is now. I'm afraid, though, that we're running out of time. Suffice to say oh. that uh, all of these folks here at KIMA and all their wonderful clients have Come enjoyed on, the tour. KIMA off the trophy train. Oh, oh, there goes. The engineer is going to the signal. Is your going to sing uh, as you leave the stage? Yes, the Bob Rice Ball Assistant is singing the famous Wonderful. goodbye song now. Well, I'll step down then. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. train going around the bend outside the Yakima Railroad Station. Yes, sir. And friends, <clears throat> right here, we'd like to tell you that we've done it again. What's that? We've done it again. Yes, huh? we have. The uh, wooden beams of our overstocked warehouse are creaking in protest as they're pushed outward by the enormous influx of what we have to offer. What we have to offer is so microscopically low-priced that even those who are hopelessly broke can afford it. At great expense. We practically pauperize ourselves. At great expense. Tell them about the trepidation, too, right? All right, Bob, we approached the former owners of this item with great trepidation. And at great expense, we managed to purchase from the Cutler Novelty Company... 26,000 squirting carnations. Lifelike rubber petals. Blush pink in hue. Three feet of one-sixteenth rubber tubing. And a rubber bulb with an intake valve capable of holding one-third of a pint of water. Now, ordinarily, these squirting carnations would bring fantastically high over-the-counter prices. However, the novelty engineer at Cutler's made a once-in-a-lifetime error. The nozzles through which the water squirts all face the wrong way. Now, you're all probably saying to yourselves, what can this bring me except a wet lapel? But with a little enterprise, you can get the other fellow to wear one. That's right. You can settle accounts with that office pest. Give one to that newsstand dealer who hides the hard-to-get newspapers when he sees you coming. And the carnation has other uses. Functional ones. Fill the bulb with insect propellant and keep flies and other bugs off your lapel. Or you ladies can place the squirting carnation in a vase with your other flowers. 
slight pressure on the bulb will flood the vase with energy-giving water in no time. And for that little boy who loves to eat, if the carnation is removed from the 116th rubber tubing, your lad can drain the gravy from his plate by inserting the tube in it and exerting a mild pressure on the bulb. And he'll have one-third of a pint of gravy, which he can take along to school to fight off those hunger pangs. And the same process, of course, can be used to siphon gas. And here's a feature we haven't yet discussed. If you buy one dozen squirting carnations and remove the rubber tubing and bulbs from them all, you'll have a short, spongy bouquet to give your loved one. All this at a price so phenomenally low that our own bank has just classified us as enormously poor business risk. Friends, get your squirting carnation today. For full particulars, just address a postcard to Fool CBS Radio, 485 Madison Avenue, New York City. And it'll reach us. Okay. You know it. Hey, uh, just for a moment here, Bob, should we uh, make mention of one of these things or not? Okay, I think it would be a good idea. Uh, to, we'd like you to meet an old friend of ours, the celebrated ace of the auto racing oval, Dust McCluskey. Welcome back to the Bob and Ray Show, Dust. Thanks, Bob. I uh, just have a second to visit with you. I wanted to remind the folks about something I'm sure they know already. Well, feel free. Uh, yeah. The air's yours. Well, well, folks, when you're out there on the highway, take it easy. Don't let that uh, right foot of yours get too heavy, or you may hustle yourself into big trouble in a hurry. Dust, I expect you keep your speed down to a legal level when you're on the highway, don't you? Yeah, well, I wouldn't dream of driving on the highway. The way some of those uh, spooks handle their cars uh, gives me the whim-wham. Besides, my license expired. Well, thanks for popping in on us for those words of driving safe. Well, my pleasure, Bob. I think all of us sports greats should do something uh, from time to time of a public service nature. That's uh, so long for now. You're well received. Goodbye to you, Dust McCluskey, fastest man on wheels. Artie Skirmahorn, our roving correspondent, is at the flyaway school for airline hostesses in Queens Village, Long Island, and perhaps he has something of interest to tell us. Artie, are you listening? Hello, Bob. The Flyaway School of Airline Hostesses is run by Mr. Sherwood Bloomquist, and it's really a unique operation. Right now, I see Mr. Bloomquist drilling one of the would-be hostesses in the mic technique. Can you hear what he's, uh, what she is saying, Artie? Well, I just uh, waved to Mr. Bloomquist, and he's coming over with the young lady now. Well, hi, uh, Mr. Bloomquist. Hi, Mr. Skirmahorn. Say, I'd like you to meet one of our students here at Flyaway, Miss Wanda Rossiter. I was just giving her a lesson in mic technique. Well, uh, we'd certainly like to hear how that's done, Mr. Bloomquist. All right, now, Miss Rossiter, uh, we'll be doing this from memory, and it's very much the kind of thing uh, she'll have to say under real flying conditions. We're all here, Mr. Bloomquist. All right, go ahead, Wanda. Good evening, and welcome aboard Flight 201. I'm Captain Tom Bakewell, and your pilot on this flight is Wanda Rossiter. Our estimated time of arrival in Los Francisco is 12.32. We'll be high above the weather throughout most of the trip at 200 feet, so settle back and enjoy your flight. Uh, thank you, Miss Rossiter. That was uh, very good. Well, uh, do you grade the students on their various duties, sir? Yes, uh, Artie, we do. Miss Rossiter got a 26 in my technique, but she's uh, very strong on pillow reach, so that tends to bring up her grades overall. Uh, well, do I see one of your students uh, talking to herself over there in the corner? Oh, no, indeed, no. Just a clever device I dreamed up myself. Let's go over and take a look at it. All right, Mr. Bonfrest. It's a recording featuring questions frequently asked of airline stewardesses while the plane is in flight. Here we are. 
Wow, it's Miss Rossiter again. Yes, and uh, in a second you'll hear some of the questions and Miss Rossiter's answers. Uh, go ahead, Miss Rossiter. I'll turn it on. Say, uh, stewardess, uh, what was that thumping noise I heard on takeoff? And nothing to worry about, sir. Perhaps the wheels fell off. Stewardess, do we get a free meal on this flight? I hope so. I'm starved myself. And if there is a free meal on this flight, I'll go eat and try to sneak some to you later, sir. Say, stewardess, this pillow smells of something. Well, I don't know. It's not my worry. Yeah, I think you've heard enough uh, now, haven't you, Artie? That's enough, Miss Rossiter. did very well, thank you. Uh, Mr. Bloomquist, what time does the class in hysteria control begin? It started about three quarters of an hour ago, Miss Rossiter. I'm afraid you just about missed the class in hysteria control. Oh, no, I, I couldn't have missed it. I can't afford to miss anything so important as that. <laughs> well, that slap in the face certainly did the job. Uh, did you slap her face to bring her out of the hysterics she was having, Mr. Bloomquist? No, I slapped her because she isn't a very good student. Well, but she's I, the only one we have here. Showing us an airline host of school is light. Decided yes. to scream a horn, returning you to Bob and Ray, wherever they are. We're back here in our cool studio, and I don't know if we have time to talk with anybody. I don't think we do in the audience, do we? Nope. Goodbye, goodbye. It's almost time for that wonderful Wallace song. Too bad we can't hear that again. I love that. Well, well he's all the way in Washington. We can't hear it today. No, that's right. And uh, so that's the next time. Uh, wh where are they going from Yakima? Or do we I don't yet? think he said, no. I don't believe he has. He's out in the great northwest, though, anyway. Well, did you all enjoy the show tonight, ladies and gentlemen? Did you enjoy the turkey that we had, uh, the cream turkey that we served for you while you were waiting? Well, it was all right then, but, you know, time has taken hold. Yes. Well, and uh, uh, do you mind if I sit here for about an hour? Uh, no, I don't think there's anything else coming out of the studio after we leave good. this evening. However, there may be. You never can tell. But stay tuned. We'll have a Russian phrase for you in just ten seconds. Here's tomorrow's Russian phrase. my hair on the right side. Until tomorrow, this is Ray Goulding reminding you to write if you get worried. Bob Elliott reminding you to hang by your thumbs. This is the CBS Radio Network.